How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemies triumph over me? Look on me and answer, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, and I will, or I will sleep in death. My enemies will say, I have overcome him, and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. Amen. We're looking at this psalm here and we're thinking about the idea that these psalms of lament, as Ryan said, almost more than half maybe of the psalms are psalms of lament. And most of them, they are written in time of distress where the psalmist is crying out to God and asking for help. The psalmist, when he writes the psalms of lament, he's asking God to interfere in his situation. He's not just complaining, but he's asking God to intervene in those situations. These psalms give way to an expression of trust in God. It's not just my complaint, but it shows trust in God. The ultimate goal is to show trust in God. The ultimate goal is to show faith in God, even through our hard times. So I, there are a few things that are addressed in the Psalms of Lament. And we're going to have them up here later as you write your own Psalm of Lament. So don't, try, don't think that you have to memorize them. It's good to memorize them, but we're going to have them up here as you write to guide you. But for the time being, I'm going to just mention them. The first thing is the psalmist addresses God himself. The psalmist speaks to God himself. And number two, then he addresses the complaint or the situation or the distress that he is facing. So the address is to God about the situation. And then the third thing is he requests for God's help. He says, Lord, I can't do this by myself. I can't endure this. And then he, he, he says, would you come and help me? And then the fourth thing is that he expresses his trust in God. His trust in that God is sovereign. In, his, in trust that God, there is nothing that is going to change who God is. Our situations may change, but God doesn't change. Our situations may seem very overbearing to us, but they are not overbearing to God. So he, he, that's the end of it. He pulls it together by saying, I trust you. I trust your strength. I trust your sovereignty. I trust that you know what is going to happen. So for us as Christians, when we look at a psalm of lament, I want us to think about it in this way. We lament because we know God is sovereign. Paul says to us, we should not weep as those who do not have hope. We have hope in God. And so when we have hope in God, we lament, yes, but we lament with knowing that he is sovereign and he is good. 
And we lament knowing, secondly, that he keeps his promises. He has given us promises in the scripture and he keeps them and we lament knowing that. Number three, we believe that God has the power to deliver us. And I want to encourage you, as you think about the situations in your life that have been hard, God has the power to deliver you. Also, we lament knowing that there is an empty tomb that tells us that Jesus rose from the dead. And when we look at that empty tomb, we realize as well that although there is the empty tomb, we still go through hard times. But when we go through them, we know that ultimately the enemy is defeated. We can sing a song of praise in the midst of our desert because we know whom we have believed. So that, those are the few reasons why a Christian would lament. And those are the ways for a Christian to lament. We experience the pain and sorrow knowing knowing and trusting that God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. We don't just mourn and lament. We learn to lean on God in our time of trouble. We learn to lean into him. These are prayers of faith, my friends. Lament prayers are prayers of faith. Lament turns us towards God, not to run from him because of problems. We run to him, rather. So I encourage you today, as we're going to sit, it's hard to look at your heart and to look at things that have been hard. It's really hard to do that. But I want to encourage you not to run from God, but run to him. Run to God at this time. So a few examples from Psalm 13. Psalm 13 starts by a lament that addresses God. He says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? He is addressing God. He is talking directly to God. And then he goes on to speak about and bring his complaint. And his complaint here is in verse, in verse 2, where he says, how long must I must sorry, how long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? That's his complaint. That's his that's what is happening. And then he goes on to the third step and he's asking for God's help. In verse three to four, he says, Consider and answer me, O Lord. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep in death, lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him, and I'm shaken. He's asking, and I know when we read it in the NIV, it says it differently, but it says my enemy will say I've overcome and my foes rejoice when I fall. But it's the same thing he's saying. He's coming and saying, Lord, help me. His request for help is that consider me. Answer me. Light up my eyes. He's asking for those things. Then he moves on to the uh, final part of it, where everything comes together. He chooses to trust in God. In times when things are hard, it's a choice that we make to trust in God. It's a hard choice, but it is a choice that we make to trust in God. And he says... But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. 
I'll sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Sorry, I love the New King James Version, so I know it might be different from what you're reading on the screens, but it's the same. He is coming in here and he's giving, he's giving up and he's saying, Lord, you know what, in all these things, I give up to your love because your love is steadfast. I give up and I rejoice in your salvation because you are God who saves and you will deal bountifully with me, even in my situation. So, looking at all, you see all these four stages of lament in this. And I would like to end this by saying to you, a prayer of lament is a prayer for us as the people of God, where our world is marred by sin and corruption. And it's our prayer to say we are waiting a Savior who is coming, who is going to make all things right. This is our trust. This is the, the climax of that prayer of that we are waiting for a Savior who makes all things right. Behold, I come and I make all things new. That's what he said. And we believe it. And even in the midst of our crying, in the midst of the hard times, we believe that. So think about this. Think about the hard times that you have met this year. Some of you, some of us have lost loved ones in these last two years. Some of us have lost relationships and friendships. Locally, as a local church here at Broadway, we've lost some members of our church. Some of us, in other ways, we, we, there's been losses, there's been hard times. People had prepared to go to missions trip and couldn't go. There has been hard times. Some have lost jobs. Some have lost their health. People that we knew that were all healthy. So many things that we have lost. But in that loss, I want us to, to express that loss to God and pray about that. But in that loss, have the hope that he is alive. And when he is alive, he has conquered death. He has conquered everything else. Why should we be worried? So let's take our cares and roll them to him. And I'm going to challenge you. Each one of you, you'll see on the pews, at the end of the pews, there's pieces of paper. Um, so pick up, um, some of them are different colors. Pass them on amongst yourselves and share them amongst yourselves. At least have two each or something like that. And there are some pews that have got papers and nobody in. Just make sure each one at least has two at least. And this is going to be our time to put down into paper and write and pour out our hearts to God. So I will ask you to take a few minutes. We're going to take some time quietly. It's going to be a very quiet time. In that quietness, write down your psalm. As we remember, we'll leave this slide up that speaks on what the psalm is about. Number one, address God. Describe your complaint to him. Request for his help, and then your expression of trust in him.